Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Last week of Christmas. Thank God. I mean, I love Christmas (laughs) season. Oh, God. I love the Christmas season. One of these movies has been very magical. Really loved it. Bless you, the ultimate Christmas present. Uh, it, was the other the, three, it was the ultimate Christmas present it really this was. year. The other three have been pure garbage. There are some that I, like, they, they're fine, but they just didn't make me feel in the Christmas spirit like you I wish they feel would. Better about th- I think, honestly, like, <laughs> if I had to just rate these four movies, it would obviously be the ultimate Christmas present as the star on the tree. Yes. Uh Honestly, the Good Luck Charlie Christmas would probably be the next one, next. but it'd be like way in the middle of the tree. Uh, Twas the Night. This is going to be a spoiler, obviously, but Twas the Night uh, would be, you know, pretty much on like the bottom of the tree, like one of those like last boughs. And then Christmas again would be Fell buried the underneath the tree skirt. This movie That's was what terrible. Our cats, our cats knocked off, puked on it. And yeah, and they just kind of kicked it under so that no one would see. This movie sucked, and they should be ashamed. They should be ashamed of how much they took from Groundhog Day. It was not an homage. It was a flat-out rip. The and alarm clock say, bit. It's, it's hilarious that before this, I was like, it reminds me of Happy Death Day. And <laughs> then I completely forgot that Groundhog Day was even a thing. I've never seen that movie. I've of also never seen Happy Death Day. But that one came out more recently, so it was, like, in my brain. And then you're like, oh, this is a rip on Groundhog Day. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. I just forgot that movie existed. So I've seen Groundhog Day a lot. Uh, I used to watch Groundhog Day every single Groundhog Day. Then I had to take a break because my ex-boyfriend and I's anniversary was Groundhog Day. So I obviously couldn't watch mm. it on Groundhog Day. And then I would just forget about it. Now I'm, I've gotten back into the habit of it. But... But there's just so much like there was. So there's the alarm clock that goes off every morning in Groundhog Day and starts playing the song. And it's like, good morning, campers. And it's, yeah, I got you, babe, by Sonny and Cher. In this one, it was Jingle Bells on the radio, again, with the radio. And then someone being like, everybody wake up. And it was the same. Good morning, Chicago. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus. I'm like, this is not subtle. Like, yeah. and it's not even like, oh, look at this homage. It's it's just like, hey, look at we did. We did Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> but it's Christmas. But then they not only did that alarm clock bit, there's a part in Groundhog Day where there's a montage of him smashing the alarm clock. There was a montage of her trying to destroy the alarm clock. And there was one point where she put it in a big bowl and ate cereal with it in it. There, which made yeah, no sense. there was a whole bunch of things she was trying to do to get it to stop working. I'm like, why would you? She, why would you pour it into a cereal bowl and eat it with that? She sucked. She sucked as a character. I had no empathy toward her. I, I actually, I had a little bit of empathy toward her because her like stepbrother sucked and was a little brat and got away with a bunch of stuff. That I gave her empathy for. But she was also a little brat and really whiny. (laughs) Such a brat. And, like, in Groundhog Day, Frank sucks. Like, he's awful. He's a bad person. But he's also Bill Murray, who is an adult man. Yeah. And then there's this whole other aspect of of the movie that is not exactly, like, verbatim from Groundhog Day. But she learns, like, she's able to get, like, this exact same routine that takes her... There's no way she would be able to go do an entire... In one singular day. Like, they're... There's, 
was it the Crystalkin Market in Chicago, the like winter market? Yeah. And she's the one I was just at this past weekend. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Every and time I'm like Chris, Chris Kringle, I'm like, nope, that's not right. Chris, it's, it's Chris, Chris, like Christ, and then K I N D L. Yeah. Market. Chris Kindle Market. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the ones in New York are better. Uh, I'm sure, but I haven't been to either of them, so I thought this one was really the cute. Ones, <laughs> there's one in Bryant Park, and there's one in Union Square, and I used to go to, go, go to those every year, and they were super magical. And those don't have anything on the ones in London, because the ones in London are <laughs> Oh, I just dope. keep shoving it in my face that you go to all these cool Christmas markets when oh, I'm just in this little so Chicago one. We went, to the Wrigley, we went to the Wrigleyville one, and it wasn't even as big as like the no, one No, the Wrigleyville one is awful. I could have told you that. Sorry. <laughs> no, I... I liked it. It was like there were not a lot of people, and I heard at the loop it was like a line of people waiting to get in. I oh, didn't want yeah. to deal with that. I just wanted to go to a couple little shops, have my mulled wine, watch Dress. some people skate. Gross. Oh yeah, because now it really they have the skating rink that they set up. Yeah, because they redid the outside and it's really nice. Yeah, I thought um, it was cute, and then all the bars in the area are decked out for Christmas. So of course they are. I, I liked like it, but I've never seen the bigger Christmas markets like Kira has. So. Go ahead. When I went to brag London, about it more. <laughs> I'm not going to brag about. I'm not. This isn't really bragging. No, it's I actually do want to hear. I do want to hear. So about when it. I was going to London, I had a couple friends who had gone the year before, and they were like, "I was like, I'm so excited for London to, in Christmas time. It's going to be amazing." They were like, "Uh, it was fine. It wasn't nearly as magical as I thought it would be." And I was like, "Okay, that's glad to know." I was like, "Darn, that kind of sucks." Of course, like November rolls around and I'm in London at Christmas time and I was like crying. I was like, this is beautiful. There were like little markets everywhere. There was one that was like near the Globe and the National Theater that was along the Thames. And it had these like really ornate like stalls and they were so gorgeous and they were like wooden and they had all sorts of like wreaths and poinsettias and they had like sculptures of of Santa and like elves and reindeer and things. I have pictures of them somewhere. And then there were like carnivals, like in Hyde Park, there was a carnival and it was like, it was so fun. And it was like, and it was really snowy and it was like, it was, uh, uh, and I saw the Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, (laughs) Okay. So we're going. When we go to Europe, can we make it in the winter time? Cause that sounds so pretty. Yeah. So London in winter really spoiled me. And I think I love Christmas time. And I have always loved Christmas time. But, you know, when I was in college, you know, things would be a little bit, you know, you could feel things were changing. And then obviously that Christmas time was ridiculous. And I feel like now nothing in Christmas time lives up to that mixed with like, you know, my childhood and all that magicalness. And yeah. so I feel like I'm like sitting here like grasping at straws to be like Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> give me something Christmas. Well, That's especially why. being out in LA now, where it's like yeah. you don't have the cold weather, the snow. Granted, we didn't get any snow yet this year either. Here, besides a few flurries that didn't, you know, accumulate onto the ground, so it doesn't really feel like Christmassy here Global either. Warming. Um. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like last week it was, you know, 65 degrees, getting tornadoes and high nice. winds in December. Nice. nice. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. I So Ethan's going back to his family by himself this year, which is fine. Uh, and we can't leave our cats alone because they'll kill each other. And so I'm staying here, which is fine. I'll spend Christmas Day with my sister and her husband and child. But uh, I was like, what am I going to do on Christmas Eve, like, by myself? Because... I was like, I don't want to just sit here. It's going to be sad. 
I'm going to Disneyland by myself. <laughs> yeah, now I'm super jealous. <laughs> I'm going to Disneyland. I've, so I've gone for the holiday season already once. Um, So now I'll be able to either try things that I wasn't able to try before. <gasps> that reminds me. Actually, I want to see if the, when the candy cane dates are. Let's see if the candy, are the cane... candy cane dates. Uh, Do they have everything tasting like candy canes? No. They ho- make like traditional candy canes, which are the like stretched candy canes that are like the best kind of candy canes in the world. Uh, candy. Interesting. I didn't know that they had this tradition. I didn't either until now. Hand hand pulled candy canes. Okay, when are the dates? Is one of them the twenty fourth? Because I will wait in line. <laughs> Just tell me when the dates are. I don't. Oh my god. Just tell me when the dates are. Are you shitting me? Is it every day besides the 24th? No, no, no. It's the 23rd. <laughs> oh. <sighs> They'll just go the day before. You go on Christmas Eve Eve and Christmas Eve. No, oh my god, no. Darn. Oh, well. Um, Apparently you have to wait in line, like, all day for them, so. Mm. I don't really want to do that. But anyway... Uh, so there are some things that I didn't get to try. Like, there's a couple of churros I didn't try. There's one churro that I did try that I'm gonna get, gonna get again, which is basically a snowball churro, like the hostess or whatever snowballs. Oh. It's like coconut. It's really good. It's oh. that pink one that I sent. Eh, maybe not. I forgot yeah, what the snowballs are. I'm exactly. like, eh, coconut, not really I like thing. it. I think it's great. <laughs> um, and then there's, so there's the Festival of Holidays at California Adventure, and they have a chocolate macaron that's really good, and they have, it's like a hot cocoa macaron. And they have this, like, oh, drink that's, like, it's called the Berries and Crema. It's so good. And they're probably going to one I of get that again. Berries and Cream song stuck in my head every time. <laughs> Rip. Uh, that commercial wasn't even good when it was on. Yeah, and then it's this? making this a big, I don't know why it's, yeah, I don't know either. But now it's going to be it. stuck in my head every time I hear anything Berries and Cream. Anyway, well, I said continue on with crema, your delicious food. So, um, I'm making a terrible joke. But basically, like... I don't have concrete plans because I've got this, you know, magic key pass and I can go whenever I want and I'm elite, basically. Uh, <laughs> it's not a perfect oh, to be pass elite by any in means. Disneyland. I wish. No, it's 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 got its problems, but it's not it's whatever. I'm definitely getting my money's worth plus more with my pass. Yeah. Um, I've been going quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And you already have I did the math one or my two dad. days for next year already planned. I've got maybe? two. Well, I've got one day, and then I'll have at least two to three days when my parents come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta but, figure out when I'm coming out. Yeah, uh, I'm just waiting until after the twenty fourth to book my those three because or those those four because I've got the one on the 29th. I don't know that I don't need to make a new one necessarily, but um, yeah. Because you can make, in like a th- two or three month period, you can make like six reservations. Hmm. It's pretty meaty. But I just want to make sure I ride the It's a Small World holiday lay- uh, overlay because that was closed for the flooding when we went last time. Oh, right. I forgot mm-hmm. that happened. And then I want to ride the, the, the storybook rides in Fantasyland because I haven't ridden Snow White yet. I haven't ridden P- Pinocchio yet. I haven't ridden Peter Pan yet. I've only ridden Alice and Mr. Toad. And so I'm bitter. Wait, not well, like ever, right? 
No, just this since. Oh, the, okay. The, I was like, wait a minute. When we went the, the first time, we read some of those. I know it. <laughs> no, in the, in the three times that I've been. So I've written them in since twenty twenty. Okay, gotcha. Uh, February of twenty twenty. So it's just been a while. Obviously, since you got Peter your Pan, past, you're starting a new list. Yep. Yeah, I've pretty much written everything at, that I want to write at California Adventure. Oh, do the dancing cars have a holiday theme? Yes, that was the yeah. one. I was, like, I was like, there's one thing I need to write. Ethan and I didn't write it because it was like a 40-minute wait. And I was like, if I'm by myself, I don't care. I'm just going to have a book on my phone and be reading the whole time. Yeah, book. it's worth the wait for us. Yeah. Please record it so I know the song that you get. What if you get the one holiday? Was that Halloween where there was one song that wasn't holiday themed and you got that one? I think so. That sucks. They, I think they took those away when we were there for the Halloween season this year, it was like only the Halloween stuff. But I haven't been there for the Christmas overlay yet, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, well, I haven't been, I haven't written it for the Christmas overlay. There's a, still a few food things I haven't tried yet. Uh, Harbor Galley has a, has a seafood boil. It does have sausage in it, but I'm going to take it out. I'm not going to keep that in the in the recording because I don't want anyone to know that I'm going to do that because it's naughty. <laughs> Let's see. No, not that. Uh, just fair warning. If anyone really wants to know about the movie Christmas again, we're just going to be dragging it through the mud. Yeah. So if we're you... Just, well, we're postponing our that conversation to talk about Disney. Yes, because it's going to be short. It's going to be a very short discussion about how bad this movie is. Anyway. And how we just don't want to watch it again. Yeah. We don't want to watch Christmas again. again how again. about not? <laughs> Uh, okay, you know what? We should just let's just in case people are listening and they really want to hear about this movie, we'll we'll talk about the t- the holiday treats at Disneyland after we talk about the movie. Okay, I'll be good. Okay, that'll be, good. be our treat. Yeah, we get through this, treat. and then we'll talk about that. I would just like to say my instinct was right when I saw this trailer yeah. or this preview in the theater, and I was like, "This movie looks like it's gonna suck." Yeah, and you were not wrong. I was so not first of all, wrong. on the Disney Plus homepage, you're not homepage, but the Disney Plus Plus page for this movie, there's a picture of the of uh, Rowena as one of the Santas for the hockey game of the Santas versus the Elves or whatever. That is in the movie for about four seconds. Yeah, I was really thinking it was going to be a, a big part of this movie. Also, how would nope. she be able to play with them? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, like, she's she got just... a disguise, Kira. She's got a beard. <laughs> okay, so it's... Sorry, and we should also stipulate that this movie is called Christmas... Dot, dot, dot. Again? Question mark? Exclamation point? Again? Again? Uh, so it's TVG. It's from 2021. It's from, like, two weeks ago. Uh, it's an hour 35. It's so long. Too long. Family comedy fantasy. Sure, I would not say it's a comedy, but I would just say fantasy family. Uh, I feel like family is comedy. Like, I feel like there's no family movie that's not comedy. Ew, I just noticed that the Home Alone remake is in my suggested barf. Go away. I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Oh, it is in mine too. I had to scroll, but it's there. Home Sweet Home Alone. Isn't that awful? Isn't it awful? It's despicable. Also, what's Home Alone the Holiday Heist? What is what are these? Money. Sarah, we live in a post late capitalism society. We're past lo- late cap late stage capitalism. We're in we're in the darkest timeline. I don't like it. Why can't we just do original movies instead of keep remaking movies that don't need to be redone? 
or have any more sequels. So the big blurb for this movie is, As Rowena experiences a lackluster Christmas, she makes a wish to a neighborhood Santa. A neighborhood Santa? <laughs> oh, excuse me. His name wasn't neighborhood Santa. It's tall, tall Santa, Santa because they can't say black Santa, but they sure wanted to. They sure like to dance around He wasn't that. even tall. He wasn't even tall. He was an av- he was average-sized Santa. It yep. didn't make any sense. <laughs> You know Fake that they initially Santa, wrote it as different black Santa. Santa, tall Santa. They just used everything they could think of besides new, black Santa. They could have said new Santa. Yeah, because he turns around when she first Real sees him, and then Santa, she makes a like, shocked face like, oh, you are yeah. tall. So, like, it's like, no, he comes, uh, what? He comes out from behind like a, a Santa, like a blow-up Santa or Santa statue or something. So if she called him like real Santa, and that had been like a joke throughout the movie, like, okay, real Santa. When it turns out, spoiler, he is real Santa, then that would have been really funny. Why was he called Tall Santa? Ethan and I were watching something and we made a joke about it. Oh, it was so funny. Um. Anyway, as Arena experiences a lackluster Christmas, she makes a wish to a neighborhood Santa for a do-over and unexpectedly finds herself reliving Christmas Day over and over again. If they wanted to make a Groundhog Day satire or whatever you want to call it, they should have just called it Christmas Day. Yeah. Could they yeah. not do that? Groundhog like, Day, Happy Death Day, Christmas <laughs> Day. We, we gotta get on a theme here. All right, Sarah's made Next the time best we're gonna joke. have St. Patrick's Day. This, and that's this, gonna... <laughs> Sarah's made the best joke of the podcast. This podcast is finished. Good- goodbye, everyone. Happy holidays. Um. Yeah, I just like. Ugh. My problem I've been having with DCOMs for the past 10 years even is the fact that they have been catering to younger and younger and younger children. And I feel like this one was geared towards kindergartners. Uh Uh-huh. When it shouldn't have been. It was really heavily themed about children of divorce. And that was a really meaningful aspect of this movie that they just kind of were like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like they were aiming towards like middle schoolers, but at the same time, you're right. It did feel like some of the stuff, like the fart jokes with the grandma. Oh, there's a reoccurring like, oh fart God. joke. Yeah. Like, what is this? Yeah. What's <sighs> the what's the mini blurb? And then we can go into the bigger blurb. Oh, right. The mini blurb is just... Rowena relieves. (laughs) She's not relieved. (laughs) She doesn't. Rowena relives Christmas Day over and over again. That's all. It's better than the one that I read. So, this movie is about a blended family. It's about a mom and a dad who were divorced. Their two daughters, the father's new fiance and her son... Uh, the mother's brother and his husband and her parents. Mm-hmm. And as a family, it's a really cool direction. I mean, the two men, the the gay couple, kiss in this movie. Yeah. Which was obviously just kind of like a nice, like, Merry Christmas peck. Still for a decom. For a decom, yeah. Fantastic. At first, I, you know, when you're used to watching things that aren't decoms, Disney stuff, it's normal. So you're just like, oh, yeah. And then you think about it, you're like, this is a decom. Wow. Yeah. Good no, for them I was for like, finally getting on board with this. Come on. Yeah. But if they'd actually 
made this movie have some deeper meaning and actually, like, yes, Rowena has some growth, but it seems kind of superficial. Like, yeah. it doesn't, it seems like she will be back to her old ways next oh, year. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, this movie is about Rowena, who's 12, and she comes downstairs for, well, first of all, she's she's woken up by her stepbrother, who's terrible and scares her, and then she spills juice in her sister's laptop, whatever. Goes downstairs. Her new stepmom has eaten her chocolate from the advent. And she's really pissed off about it. Then her grandparents come over. Uh, her grandmother's stomach's not feeling well. She drops her keys. Uh, Rowena bends to pick it up, and her grandma farts on her. That happens over and Every over time. and yeah. over again. It happens so much. This poor... Yep. and Okay, bless this woman who played the grandmother. Her name is Priscilla Lopez. She was in the original company of a chorus line on Broadway playing Morales. Like... Rip. This woman deserves better. Right, anyway. and this is what this is what she's doing now. It's so sad. But then they the whole build up is that, oh, now that she can switch what happens, she's gonna have her grandma fart on her sister instead. Ah ha ha. I think I think there was even a step after that was the that was like, Grandma, I made you some tea so you feel better. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was. So there's that. That's true. She did progress a little bit more, but still. Yeah. Still superficial and- change. Yeah, and then Romina's pissed because the brother, the stepbrother, switches their gifts, and she's supposed to get the baseball glove, which there's a huge problem with this. The parents picked out the present. They knew who it was for. Why didn't they they say, that's not for you, that's for this little piece of crap? Yeah, instead the dad's out there using... The glove that's supposed to be Rowena's and they're tossing it or the dad is tossing it with the the son is like what yeah it's that so one... and he's not I, I get that there's this it's a it, it's a tougher relationship because it's not his son and so he's trying to build that relationship but also like and this poor woman who the poor stepmom like she was trying her best like honestly like I'm glad that they didn't paint her as, like, this horrible woman that, like, her father is marrying. She yeah. was, like, a perfectly fine white lady who just didn't know a lot of shit. But <laughs> I can't yeah. say that. But she just didn't know what she was doing half the time. But, like... Yeah. I was really worried that they were actually going to have the mom and dad get back together and the stepmom was just going to, like, be out of the picture. I'm like, they're not going to actually do that, are they? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I would have been really surprised if they went that route. But anyway, so they open their presents. Romina's mad about stuff. Other stuff happens. And then Romina storms out of the house. She storms out of the house. In a span of about two seconds, you hear the door open and close. And she is wearing a completely different set of clothes. All of her winter gear. And it's like, hmm... Something is missing. I'm so grumpy. I'm gonna storm off, storm off outside. But first, I'm gonna get bundled up and be Slowly responsible. Slowly wrap my scarf around, stick on my hat, put get on my, my snow pants, on, my boots, my boots. <laughs> a new sweater. Like it's just so goofy. And that's when she meets Tall Santa, and Tall Santa gives her the the ability to relive Christmas again and again and again. And first, she just starts. She doesn't understand what's happening, and then she has fun with it. And she goes into Chicago, which they don't explicitly state where they live in chicago it's obviously a suburb based on you know houses and everything oh but she's traveling all over the place but she's able to get it seems like she's able to get into chicago like downtown chicago in like 10 minutes which is not possible it would take her at bare minimum a half an hour 
Yeah. Like, big, like no traffic. Like, all over. The, she's, like, at Navy Pier. Then she's at the yeah. Bean. Then she's at the Museum of Science and Industry, which is not close. So no, how is she she's doing in, all like, these things in one day? Millennium Park. Like it, And she's able to, like, go everywhere over the course of a day, get back to her place, do all this other stuff in the middle of the day. Which, that's what I don't understand, is, like... Does she st- the the timeline? Which okay, I will give Groundhog Day the the uh also the note of like I don't really understand the timeline of Groundhog Day either, but it's a little bit clearer because it kind of it doesn't really bounce back and forth between night and day. <laughs> yeah. Also, these people at the end of the movie like come over to you see her progress and like it's the same pattern in Groundhog Day where it's like she doesn't understand, then she has fun with it, then she hates it, and then she starts realizing that she should be a better person. Yeah. And. It's like, it's just, there's nothing interesting. There's nothing new. The only thing that, that she does try and get her parents back together. And her sister, who's a couple years older than her, has to sit her down and say, I wish things were the bad way they were before as well. I'm sad about it. They're not getting back together. And that would have been a really meaningful moment if the sister had been in any way a character. Instead of yeah. just being, I'm the older sister. You have to listen to me. Also, we talked about this when we were watching it, and we talked about it with Twas the Night. The trope of annoying younger brother died 20 years ago. Yeah, it was like, such a big a thing, thing in the 90s, the early 2000s. Yeah, it's not a thing. Maybe like, they're trying I, to bring it back. No, I hope not. don't. It's a terrible stereotype. Like, it's, it's not healthy for sibling relationships to see that portrayed on screen. Yeah. In the same way where it's not healthy to have, which is also in this movie, an older sister who treats her younger sister like crap. Like, yep. also, they were, she was wearing so much beauty products on her in this movie. She wasn't wearing, like, a lot of makeup, like, eye sparkly eyeshadow or anything, but you could see, like, her hair was perfectly crimped and styled and nothing was out of place. I'm like, can we just get, like, an actual... Like, look into someone who would be at a Christmas who's 12. Like, yeah. This is setting unreal. Also, when you're like living the same day over and over again, like, you're not going to spend that much time getting ready in the morning, especially when apparently oh. you have time to meet hundreds of people in one day. Yeah. At, <laughs> for the end. Save scene. someone. Because apparently you're supposed to meet all these people in one day because they don't remember what happened the day before. That means she has to meet all these people and invite them to her house in one day. Which does uh, happen in Groundhog Day, too. Like, that's another thing where it's just that's straight That's another up from timeline thing where it's just like, well, it doesn't make sense. It, and that bothers me done. about Groundhog Day as well. But the thing about Groundhog Day is that Frank is a celebrity. He's a local celebrity because he's a, he's a really famous meteorologist in the city. So, well, not in Punxsutawney, but in, I think, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or something. It's so, like, he's well known. So people want to be like, I know Frank. Nobody wants to know a 12-year-old kid. No. <laughs> like, nobody. Definitely not. Nobody wants to know this 12-year-old kid. Oh, I forgot about that part where she's in downtown Chicago and she's in, like, a, a window display in a storefront and sees her dad walks by, walk by. Yeah, like, how... What's her dad doing out It's so Christmas weird. Day? What? He was at their house. Why would he be in downtown Chicago? It made no sense. This movie went through, like, negative... Four edits. I feel like someone wrote the script and didn't even was just like green light it, green light it. We're good. Go go go. Yeah, things are happening over and over so many times that people won't even notice. Yeah, I, know. I started keeping track of how many times they like redid the day. 
But then it got so confusing because it would just be like they hit the alarm clock over and over and over again to like signal multiple days. But what I did count, let me see. I have tallies. 30. I was at 30. So I think I guess. 30 redos? I think I guessed like 10. I was way off. 30 Oh, that's only like a month. In Groundhog Day, which if this one really wants to be like Groundhog Day and set up this, you know, everything that's believable about her memorization and her ability to, you know, know these people has to be way more than 30. Because in Groundhog Day, it's something like at bare minimum, like 32 years that he relives the same day. 32 years? Mm hmm. Oh, my God. Let me look up. Let me look it up. But it's and there's differing reports, but I know one at least one that I saw was like thirty years. Oh. How long it takes him a long time to find Frank himself. Gosh. Relive. Apparently the original plan was to have him there for ten thousand years, which is just disgusting. Ick. Harold Remus has said that it was at least ten years, but it probably had to be more like thirty or forty years. And then people during quarantine made, like, did multiple different tests. Oh, my God. There was a test previously in 2009 that was eight years, eight months, and 16 days. There was one in 2011 that said 33 years and 350 days. But it suffers from some extreme overestimates, uh, such as the supposition that since Connors is seen at one point to recite French poetry... He must have spent 12 years of his life in the time exclusively learning French, which is baloney. He would have just memorized the poem in French. He didn't need to speak French. Yeah. So I agree with that. Ultimately, it's not pl- non-plausible that Phil Connors could have acquired his Groundhog Day skills in a timeline not much longer than that of 10 months of COVID lockdowns that have been plagued much of the world since March 2020. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, this didn't help me at all. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just stick with your 30 years. Uh, I, I guess I I must have seen that one that was like thirty three years. Uh, well, ten years, thirty years, ten thousand years. That's all right. A lot of years to relive the same day over and over. Rowena didn't have it too bad with thirty days. If that's yeah. what it actually was, I would say it was maybe six months. Like, that would be, like, my top amount that... Because she didn't learn anything. Like, she didn't learn how to play hockey. She didn't learn an instrument. She didn't learn any sort of ornate skills. She just memorized some stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Memorized the Pictionary things that were going to be coming up with her family so she could win. Yeah. Nothing too That would take, like, a couple of times in a row. Let's start with Test of Time. The movie does not hold up well. But the <laughs> no, question is, which is sad because it just came out. Uh, I don't know what to compare it to. Because, like, the other movies that have come out recently are magical. Like, Upside Down Magic and yeah. Zombies 2 and Descendants 3. What's the latest movie to come out that wasn't magical? Disney Channel. Original films. Squirrel's girl, yeah, squirrel. Yeah, yeah. And we got Freaky Friday, which was magical. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. I guess we Kim Possible's magical. The Swap. It was the Swap. That was the latest one that was not magical. Well, and Spin, I would con- maybe. 
Who we Wouldn't you consider then. the swap to be magical? Switching no. bodies. But there's not, like, the overt magic like there is in the other movies. Because, like, Freaky Friday, there's that whole segment where they, they go in slow motion and then there's, like, sparkles and stuff. Maybe I'm stupid and I don't remember what happened in the swap. I was just trying to remember, but I'm like, I don't think there was anything more or less magical in that movie than, like, this movie. What did I give the swap and Adventures in Babysitting for time? Because I know I gave... I gave Adventure. The other thing about Adventures in Babysitting is that it was actually based on a previous IP because it was actually based in Adventures in Babysitting. It wasn't like yeah. a remake or anything, but it was an actual homage to that movie as opposed to We'll Never Tell. Uh, where is the swap? I gave the swap a 525 for time. And I gave. Okay. Adventures in Babysitting, we both gave a 5. For test of time. I want to give it less than a five. Uh, I gave Dad up to four or five. I think I'm just going to do the same as the swap. I feel the same vibes. It's like, it doesn't show it as very magical, but like the magic is implied in both of them. My thing with this movie also is that it just felt very 2021. Not even 2021. It just felt very, like, of the now of, like, here's some phone stuff and here's, like, cool games and here's stuff that's happening, like, right now. Yeah. It felt very of of the now. Ugh. I'm just trying to see what I have at a 4 or 5 to see if I want to keep it above those. I have to go figure it a 5. I'll just give it a 5. I want to give it less than a five, but for now, I'll just give it a five. Our wrap-up's coming up next time, so. No, it's not. Oh, you're right. It's not. <laughs> I, keep, I keep forgetting. I'm like, oh, end of Christmas season. Our wrap-up's coming up. We've I forget like we have, like, what, five movies? Twelve more movies. Not twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies. Eight. That was seven. Seven is seven, because oh, okay. I, I was counting Christmas again. Eh. We're not watching this movie again. Sure are not. Absolutely not. Okay, I'm going to stick with a 475. For now. Oh, I just gave Good Luck Charlie It's Christmas a 475 as well. Oh, well, they can be the same. I have Good Luck Charlie It's Christmas in a 525, and I think that one holds up a tiny bit better, test of time-wise. Uh, just, just a smidge. <laughs> The moral of this movie, unsurprisingly, has to do with family at Christmas. No, and this way. one is something to do with that's like even if you've got your Christmas differences, scenes. you can set them aside at Christmas and let and you know love the time you're together. Or some garbage. There's also like, you know, don't be naughty. You know, don't get you know. You could still get off the naughty list. There's yeah. always time. There's always time to get off the naughty list. Uh, make amends with those who've wronged you. Like, uh. It pays to do good deeds. I don't know. Yeah, I have a list. I've got a couple quotes that people said. Uh, Uncle Bruce said, it's not important to be better than someone else, but to be better than yesterday. Ew. Uh, I have the mom who said, Christmas isn't only about traditions. It's about spending time with people you care about. Uh, That's the moral. That's the moral. Sometimes change is for the best. Yeah families change all that kind of stuff yeah but yeah the family one is the definitely it's definitely the one that's which not is only hard. about traditions it's, a, it's about spending time with people you care about 
And it's a that's a hard lesson for kids to learn because I mean I mean that's something that I'm struggling with in you know now because I you know in the past few years I haven't spent Christmas with my family like I've been or not with my full family. I mean last year obviously no one did. But I you know this year I'm going to be it's just going to be you know a small portion of my family. Last year was the pretty much same portion of my family except Ethan was there. The year before that, I had just come back from Japan, and then the year before that, I was in Japan. Let me tell you what, that was depressing, because I'd only been there for, like, a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, no, Christmas is nothing Christmas. here. Yeah. So it's like you want to cling to those traditions, but... Yeah, but there's the something time, really exciting about... And change yeah, your traditions. Yeah, there's something really exciting about being able to let things evolve organically, and new traditions that start organically. Anyway, but... <laughs> So I think it's the same thing with the blended family and the divorced parents and that aspect of it. I think there were good intentions behind the moral that they just did not do well. Yeah. Uh... This moral was better than Twas the Night. Which I have at a 3.5, so that's not saying much. Yeah, let's see what I've got here. I would say it's probably, like, exactly at the same level as Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas. Yeah, I was looking, too. I'm like, it's a little above right in the middle. But I don't know. Which I, I have at a 6.5, and I'm probably going to drop both of them. Because looking at it, I was like, oh, I have Go Figure a 6.25, which was Fall 7 times, Stand Up 8. And I was like, that's actually... Better, better than these but, yeah yeah but then i'm going to the mat don't let your insecurities overcome you oh this wrap-up is going to be a good time with the morals yeah <laughs> switching it all up uh yeah i'm just gonna do a six five and just keep because they're very similar in the way that's like we don't want to break our traditions but we still want to be together yeah this is also a weird one because She's doing these things, like, over and over every day, so, like, everything is always changing with, yeah. like, the spending time with family. It's not like she's actually spending time with family that's going to last, like, they're going to know about it. They only know about that last day. It's very weird having the day over and over again. Yeah. And they didn't do it well where it was interesting in any way. It was just boring. Yeah. I actually really don't like movies like this where it's the same thing. Like, they repeat the day over and over again. That's part of the reason I don't really like the third Harry Potter movies, because I don't like seeing things that I saw already. And at least in that one, it's like they're going through the timeline. Just a mess, but... (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, at least that one, they're just going through everything everything. again, and then, like, you see them watching themselves doing it, but I'm like... Yeah, but it's from a different angle, so it's like, that's kind of... But it's kind of interesting to see things from a different angle, in my opinion. That's why I don't like... Like, I don't mind that one as much as, like, this one, where it's like, okay... Groundhog Day, and Groundhog Day does it really interestingly, because people... Like, in this movie, it's like, when Rowena acted differently, the people acted the same. Mm-hmm. Which didn't make any sense, but in Groundhog Day, you can kind of see there are like the things that repeat, but then there are things that you could see the people having subtle differences, and like it's which really would interesting. naturally happen because yeah. things are going to be different every day. What are you giving the moral? Sorry, I think I missed it. Oh, I didn't even. I was thinking about a six, but I don't know if that's too harsh. But if no, I'm be... it's not okay. <laughs> you gave what? I was... Feel like trying like a six two five. I think that's fine. 
a six seven five, but I was gonna. Oh, see that's what still it... fine. Yeah, I mean, I'll. We're gonna be working things out in the wrap up anyway, so yeah, a six for now is fine. Oh, what do I want to give this movie overall? I'm struggling because I'm actually trying to think of how much less I I, I don't even know. Do I like this one less than Twas the Night? I like, like this one less than Twas the Night. I think I do too. God, I think it's still. So where is a? I have Twas the Night at a thirty-two. Where is a thirty-two on my? I think it's the that's that's towards D the plus. top of it. No, it's oh, it towards is? the top. A top mm. D plus is a thirty-four. So I have really? a lot of wiggle room in my D plus range. I think you're at the bottom of a D plus. I'm probably at the bottom of a D plus. What are my D plus D's? starts at twenty five? What are my flat D's? I just keep seeing my D minus. I need to change my D minus colors on my phone because for some reason it's coming up as like the same color as my D's. Um, Freaky Friday, I've got a D. Da- uh, you lucky dog, I've got a D. Wow, I don't, I don't have a lot of D pluses. Oh, here's Den another. Brother, Radio Rebel, Girl versus Monster. I think this is a D movie for me. Because like looking at my D pluses, I've got Twas the Night, Kim Possible, Adventures in Babysitting, and Up Up and Away. And I think I would watch all of those movies before I watched this movie. Which is saying a lot for Kim Possible, let me tell you what. (laughs) I have your lucky dog at the bottom of the D-plus range at a 25. But I feel like I would watch You Lucky Dog before this. Oh, I would. Yeah, so like... So either I I need to give this a D or I need to change my You Lucky Dog score. I have You Lucky Dog at a 22, which is pretty high for a D. So I think a Do You Lucky Dog is at least higher than this. Um, Freaky Friday also has it at 22, which is going to change because that's way too high. Uh, Let me see what I have at a 24D. God, Den Brother, I have it at 20? What is wrong with me? Radio Webble, I have it at 20. Why am I being so nice to my D movies? The lowest D is a 15. What is wrong with me? I have Girl vs. Monster at a 21. Okay, hold up. This has got I'm these have gotta change because this is weighted very high. You lucky dog can say where it is. At a twenty two. That's fine. Freaky Friday is going down to an eighteen. Everything's dropping by four. Wow. Dramatic. Well everything's in the twenties. And the lowest D is a fifteen. That's yeah, no that teens. Sense. Yeah. Denberler is getting a sixteen. Radio Robo is getting a 17. Now I'm curious about mine. I have a 20. I have a 15. And Girl vs. Monster is also getting a 17. That's fine. Yeah, okay. I feel better about this now. 23. Cause now, now I feel okay giving this like a 19. Because before I was like, this is better... I would watch this before I watched Freaky Friday, Den Brother, and Radio Rebel, and Girl vs. Monster. Not, like, I wouldn't run out to watch them before, but, like, those movies suck. <laughs> we know I would watch Den Brother first because of the drinking game, but that's... Yeah. 
beside the point. I wouldn't even want to make this one into a drinking game. No, no. interest in that. Mm-hmm, oh, no. gosh. I think for now yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a D plus. Oh, what do I want to do? A... No, a D. A D24 under You Lucky Dog. Yeah, because You Lucky Dog has some charm to it. It does. Yeah, that's why I don't want to give this one the same. So I have You Lucky Dog at the lowest D plus. So this will be the highest yeah. D D. Yeah. Which is a twenty four, correct? Let me check. Yeah, it is. Well, no, I thought I think that D twenty four is the highest D. Yeah. D. Okay. Okay. I'll do that for now. I might have to rework some of mine too, because I also realized my D. Yeah, I don't are know why mine was so weighted high. Like I had to do that with my C's too. I've got to rework my numbers again, <laughs> and I don't care. This is a scrapbook. It's a work in progress. Um, All right. Okay. I'm done messing with numbers for now. Yeah, and I'm done talking about this movie. So now back to the Disney treats because we did it. Disney treats. Yeah. So if you just wanted to know uh, how Christmas again is, it's bad. Don't watch it. All right. Go to the Disneyland app. Going to dining. I miss Disneyland food. Oh, it's all right. It's it. That's so much. It's missing snacks. stuff right now. Like it's it, it. You can tell they're kind of working with what they got. Yeah, but in general, they tend to have better snacks throughout the parks than Disney World. Yeah, has. they and, do. They have better quick service and for drinks. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, their drinks are a lot lower right now. Um, so there's a churro that I want to try in. Disneyland, that's like a hot cocoa churro. Oh, that sounds so good. Does it have marshmallow on it? Hot cocoa churro, traditional cinnamon sugar churro rolled in a hot chocolate powder, and it's oh. served with a side of chocolate marshmallow dip- dipping sauce. I was just going to say they need to have a marshmallow dipping sauce with that. Oh, I'm so There's jealous. one that was supposed to be out when we were there last time called the holiday cookie churro that wasn't there. It's topped with crushed ginger snaps and holiday spices with vanilla dipping sauce. So Ethan and I have learned what churros we want to try and what ones we don't. We want to try the ones that have dipping sauces but aren't like covered in sauce. Yeah, because those are not as good usually. Like we tried one in California Adventure that was like Nutella sauce and cherry or whatever. It was not very good. I mean, it sounds like it would be good to me, but it was just soggy because if it's covered in it, yeah, yeah. Oh, if they had like a dipping sauce, it just wasn't good. We, yeah. Like, Ethan loves Nutella, and it's just, like, it just wasn't good. Um, what the heck is this? Oh, never mind. Uh, I tried the Cozy Cone ice cream one has peppermint ice cream, and that was fine. They didn't have any cones, though. That was sad. Um, does this have anything right now? No. this oh this um nope none of that i'm sad that flows v8 doesn't have anything right now it's surprising to me that they don't have anything seasonal that is weird i feel like it's a very popular place for people to go yeah do they have a lot of stuff in like avengers campus or star Mm, wars a little bit Star Wars, I don't think so, but I know in Avengers Campus they have a couple things. 
There's no Christmas in another planet, Sarah. Sarah. I guess. I also love how I call it just Star Wars Land instead of Galaxy's Edge because that's because that's what dumb and lame. <laughs> Star uh, Wars Land. <laughs> at the Galactic Grill in Disneyland, there's a oh, there's a new frap. Okay, because when I went, there was like a mocha peppermint mocha one now there's a gingerbread frappe which is frozen coffee beverage topped with ginger snaps and mini marshmallows so i guess i'll have to try that i guess you have to caramel pecan brownie parfait and then glow cubes which i don't need uh does girardelli have anything interesting no all the same old does gibson girl have anything interesting Peppermint holiday sundae, peppermint ice cream, fudge topping, crushed peppermint, whipped cream, and a cherry. Sounds good. Harbor Galley has the seafood boil, which I'm excited for. Oh, my, my, my favorite lunch. thing. Yeah, my favorite thing. Um, That's turkey. Oh, wait. They have corn on the cob there. I didn't know that. Mm, the, turkey leg, the turkey leg stand has corn on the cob. Oh, I'm sad do they have a hungry- special corn dog? No. I love when they have special corn dogs. At least I don't think they do. Or it's lame. I'll check it. I haven't gotten there yet. It's going to be um, like peppermint corn dog. Uh, ew. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hungry Bear has like nothing I can eat right now. <laughs> like, uh. That sucks because I love it has, like Bear. It just has an impossible cheeseburger. And I'm like, that's so lame. Um, let me see. Yeah, they don't have anything seasonal at the Corn Dog Castle. Darn. Maybe they will by January. Maybe. I need to New get some treats from Jolly. So Ethan and I learned the last time we went that we need to start bringing like Tupperware to take things home in. So I'm bringing a piece of Tupperware next time. Smart. On Friday, yeah. Little bit of Disney at home. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. Lamplight Lounge just doesn't have anything right now. Is that Maurice's Treats? Anything? No. Well, nothing that's seasonal. Mint Julep has something. Yeah, they have peppermint beignets. Which we had the... We we got the candy cane beignets at Ralph uh, Brennan's on uh, Saturday. It was awful. Oh, no. They were, like, under... They were underdone. It was such a... Oh, it was so disappointing. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, coffee nog, cold brew coffee and eggnog topped with whipped cream and holiday spices. I don't know if I'd like that or not. I don't like cold I brew. I can never decide if jittery. I... I love cold brew. I can never decide if I like eggnog or not, though. <laughs> I don't dislike eggnog. I just can't do a cold brew because it makes me... It doesn't wake me up. It just makes me super jittery. Which I don't like. Schmoozies doesn't have anything interesting right now, which is a bummer. It has holiday avocado, which is peppermint ice cream with espresso, mocha almond fudge avocado, and peppermint shake and mocha fudge shake. Mocha almond fudge shake. I might get the mocha almond fudge shake. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta try one. Smoke jumpers have anything interesting? Uh, they, Yes, but I can't have it. They have a cranberry turkey burger. Ah. Uh. Well, they have a loaded latke, but I also can't have a loaded latke because it's got bacon on it. Wait, does it really have bacon on it? That seems blasphemous. It's kosher. Bacon isn't kosher. This brisket. Okay, I was like, oh. <laughs> brisket is very Jewish. But I was very confused for a hot second. I was like, excuse me? 
Oh god, churro funnel cake. Huh. That sounds like a lot. It does sound like a lot, but I want to try it. Uh, na, 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 na. I think that's pretty much it. Well, you got yeah, a few new things else. you got to try. Yeah, there's a couple churros I want to try. Maybe like a shake. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some treats from Jelly Hot Meal Day or whatever it's like. Yeah. My plan, my plan on Friday is to be at Disneyland for a few hours, and then at one o'clock jump over to California Adventure, do a couple things over there, do the Luigi's cars, and basically head out. And send me lots of pictures. I've, if I remember, I'm so bad about taking pictures. <laughs> I've noticed. I'm like, I want to live through you. Last time you sent more. There's a, a couple reasons. One, I forget. Two, it's so hard to see my phone. It's so sunny. Yeah, that's true. Oh, to be in sunny California. It's not that great. Uh, decommission for the week. Have a happy new year because we will not be back until after the new year. Oh, yeah. Merry if Christmas you if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah. And a happy new year. Also, watch a good Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch this one. Watch watch something that makes you feel jolly, whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Something that just makes you feel nice and happy and joyful. Yes. But joyful you should go do after watching this movie. God, please don't watch this movie. Um, So we are still nailing down the dates uh, for our return episode, which will be Camp Rock. And we should have a guest for that episode, but uh, it'll take some coordination. But we will be back in January. I was going to say New Year, new season. Why do I keep thinking this is the end of our season? It's not. New Year, same season. It's not. Christmas does not end it. I think we ended a season on Halloween one time, didn't we? No. No? I don't know. I'm losing it. in the middle of season two. Well. Or season one. Too much stuff going on for the holidays. I'm losing my mind, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Yeah. All right, we'll see you for Camp Rock whenever we see you. <laughs> whenever we see you. Whenever. Bye. Bye.